0: Barenaked. Barenaked, Barenaked. Barenaked ABCs. Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every bare naked lady song from seven to Y. And joining me tonight are the people that I think are some fantastic, my wonderful <laughs> co hosts, Heidi and <laughs> Betsy. Hey,
1: everybody. Hi. I'm eating a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> like you're eating it's fantastic trying to yeah, i was just
0: gonna ask is it some fantastic, <laughs>
1: fantastic. Some
0: and uh balancing out our panel tonight so that i'm not the only male in the room or at least i'm assuming um
2: is tyler boudreaux hey guys mm-hmm. you know i love it when we get a new co-host hi betsy hi <laughs> what's up been
0: a, it's been a hot minute since no. you've been on huh tyler
2: yeah, I like. Yeah, I like to make my once every four months appearance
3: quarterly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I requested this song a long, long time ago.
0: Yes, you did.
3: In the galaxy far I think as you of the didn't
2: first get anyone
0: that you requested for.
2: <laughs> you didn't get anyone more prominent than me in the meantime. So no new people.
0: No new people. <laughs> Lots of people wanted it. I was just like, we've already got someone for this song. <laughs> it's got to be a brand new person in order to bump tyler off
2: yeah Ah, stave him off
0: (laughs) uh so if you if you don't know what song we're talking about tonight we are talking about the steven and ed song some fantastic if you have never heard this song from stunt before here is a quick snippet
2: The lot i will never do it's so fantastic i know it's true but not as much as i want to be with you
0: yeah. bom, 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 bom,
1: bom. <laughs> i
0: am so interested to <laughs> hear,
1: hear you <laughs>
0: I really wish that we had had Aaron for this one. Cause I really no, wanted I to ask him what album this
2: <laughs> came from.
3: <laughs> it is a
2: weird one. Cause it does feel like it's from everything to everyone. That uh, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <I> was <always laughs> everything to
1: everyone. That cupcake, <laughs> man. <laughs>
3: Some fantastic verb.
0: I would have said that this song sounds more like early, like this is one of the few on this album. That sounds like the first three albums.
2: Or yeah, or it could be on maybe you should drive too. Like that's the weird thing. It has it has a widespread.
1: It's widespread, yes. <laughs> and it's also got a lot of verses. Talk about it widespread.
2: Mm.
1: It's like and double it- verses. It's very interesting because the verses are double times two. <laughs> you get double the double the pleasure, double the fun with this one. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Well, do you know the double song title for this this
1: ivory ivory and ivory (laughs) live together in no harmony what not as good as the snl version but still
0: (laughs) yeah so the up alternate name of this song is ivory and ivory Mm -hmm. if you it's not on the outside of the case
1: it's on but the sheet if, music though
0: you well it's on the sheet mm. music and if you look on the inside on the liner notes where the lyrics are you will see well you can't see because it's so small it says some fantastic quotation marks ivory and ivory hmm huh. Which I had never noticed before, because I don't tend to go and look at the lyrics for the songs very often. Um, but pulling this out, I was like, oh, yeah, that is that is there. It's not just something someone came up with. Like, and, and yes, they were making a joke about the Stevie Wonder Paul McCartney song, Ebony and Ivory, and the fact that Ed and Steven are both Caucasian.
2: <laughs> it's interesting, though, because this song is probably the most dynamic duet. In oh, it the- is. In the Bare Naked Ladies discography, and I mean, if you think about it, right, you're you're getting the Stephen Ed singing duo on most early career BNL songs. Yes, usually one has the lead singing job, and then one is doing background vocals. But usually, both of their voices are present. But this one, where it's back and forth every single time. I mean, there's a couple other songs where they do it, but this is definitely the most.
0: I think not only is it the most, it's it's the most on this album, even. like, And we're at the 12th song on this album before we get to that with this, this song. Because I'm looking through one week. Yes, they share, but it's...
2: It's like Kurt, chorus and verse.
0: Yeah. Um, it's all been done. Isn't really shared much light up my room one way i'll be that girl steve leave ed alcohol steve call and answer steve in the car steve never is enough that's ed ed (laughs) i had to think about that one uh who needs sleep is ed
1: well you're never gonna get it
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've heard that many a time um told you so is ed and then finally, we come to this one where it's very much shared between the two of them. And when it comes to playing this, this is one of those few songs that is, has been shared since Steve left the band. So BNL has played it 11 times, well, 13 times since Steven left, but they just re- like, they hadn't played it since 2013. And then wow. this year, they dusted it off and played it twice in June of this year
2: they getting Kevin to sing the um, Steve parts or. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Um, And not only that, but of course we'll, we'll come back to it later on, but they also had the persuasions version where they had the persuasions take Steve part. And then like Ed also played it once when he did a behind the, the mic kind of zoom concert in live at one point. Um, He did that as well. And in May of 2020. And Steve has played this song 12 times solo at his Live From Home. So, like, both sides really love this song, obviously.
2: Live From Home is a little bit more, like, you never know what you're going to get. He could play any old thing.
0: But, I mean, 12 times. That's a a lot of times.
2: He's done a lot of Live
0: From homes. (laughs) That's true. He's up somewhere around 95 at this point. (laughs) Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Um, just so we're just so we don't sound like idiots, the other main um, BNL duet song is, of course, "If I Had a Million Dollars."
0: <laughs> right. Yes, but not on this <laughs> album.
2: Yes, but in terms of like ca- literally call and answer back and forth, not literally what? call and answer. <laughs> in terms of <laughs> going back and forth between each singer, that one's the obvious one. But that's because it's a sing along, so it's very natural.
0: Right. And there, there are a few more, but, th- like, this is one of the few times that they've come back to it. Um, so, yeah, why don't we go over to music? But, uh Heidi, why don't you give us a breakdown? I almost said okay. best to give us a breakdown. So the breakdown. Um,
1: obviously, Stunt 2015. Uh, the song running time is approximately 4 minutes and 16 seconds. Uh, it runs at about 163 beats per minute.
0: Wait, did you say huh. Stunt 2015? Oh, wait. No, that's wrong.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I can't read my own writing. Can't read my own writing. Uh, 1998. That's right. <laughs> I don't the know year I was I- born. Oh, oh, Atlanta. Baby. oh my god you're younger than my daughter my daughter was born in 97 oh dear um ed plays this capo at three i love his finger picking here the form is you've got a little intro that's repeated that's just this and then you so have good. verse one is not that good verse one and it's like the verses are quite long, so they're almost like double verses. So you you'd almost expect um, it to be done and go into chorus, but then it goes into another another verse. So it's like a it's more like a double verse, and it rotates around the same <clears throat> same chords. But you have verse one, verse two, chorus, verse three, chorus, bridge, which is as always. The bridges are some of my favorite parts of the song. I love the harmonies in the bridge. Then you get another verse then you get the chorus and then you get an outro, which is basically a uh, a reprise of the bridge. Mm-hmm. The chord structure is interesting because it just goes up the stairs, if you will. So you have a one chord to a minor two chord to a minor three chord back to a two chord. So it's like bum, 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 um, except it's minor. So, um, and you can hear that. It just gradually goes up the stairs then it comes back down. So uh, in this case, because it's capo three, um, the original key is B flat major, but in, in, when you're capoed at three, it shifts the key to G. So we have a one G to a minor seven to B minor to a minor seven. And the, he does that twice. And the verses go around that same thing ex- with a slight change towards the end. So you get a one chord to a two chord to a three chord with the two, three, uh, two and three are minor chords in a G major progression. Um, So you get a G to an A minor 7 to a B minor 7 to an A minor 7 back home to the tonic chord of G. Then A minor 7, B minor 7, A minor 7 back to G. And that he does that twice. Then he shifts into E minor, which is interesting, um, which is a minor 6 chord. Then back to a 2 chord and 6 to 2. So that's what he does. In the chorus, it goes it shifts completely and he has a one chord and a five chord, but that five chord has the third in the bass. So he's, it's what we call a D slash F sharp. If you're looking at guitar terminology, which means you're throwing that F sharp down on the bottom, um, which is the third of the D chord. So a one chord to a five chord to a C add nine, which is Jeff's favorite chord, which is a four (laughs) chord, four chord, and back to a two, but this time your A seven is not minor; it's major. So it's a major two. It's just a sl- slight shift. So that is what happens in the chorus, and when he so that's it's it's a really interesting because it's not just a one four five one song. It's it it's much more interesting, um, and in the outro he does not land on the G. He lands on a four chord, which is the C add nine chord. So oh. I missed out on the best of you. That that final chord does not resolve to the home tonic chord. So very right. interesting. And so that's the basic Reader's Digest condensed version. Heidi's <laughs> digest condensed version. So on the outro, he,
0: when he goes to bye the... bye, so are they? St- <laughs> what's the chord that they're finishing on with the the buys?
1: Bye bye, self respect. That part? Uh, yeah, well, he just bye bye. Bye bye. bye. He's going down one? from a G to a D. He's descending the scale there. Um, so, uh, it's G to, I think it's a D with the F sharp in the bass. Uh, to a C so G to D to C so it goes from so he's not even
0: finishing on a on the one chord to finish the song nope so you can hear
2: leave you you can hear that pretty well sorry which you can hear that pretty well on the um persuasions version Mm. because they actually Mm. sing the last note um they 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 option up for the last note somebody Mm. does and you can hear that it's not like the the usual like root chord for the song it's like a slightly different thing
0: yeah I mean it does it does leave you wanting more it does leave you not feeling completely relaxed at the end of it which is what you're supposed to feel I mean you're not supposed to feel that at the end Oh, of it.
1: Ac- actually at the uh. end he does go from G to D to C to A minor and then I think he does land on a G at the very, very end. I need to double check that. Maybe but, on so like guitar strum, D, if the guitar strum, but not the song. If you sing alphabetically, G, then D, C, A, mm-hmm. um, and then I think he does have a final buy on a G. Let me check the sheet music. Yep. No, All I those
2: buys back. you guys were singing, I thought we had in sync in the house.
1: I know. <laughs> bye bye bye. Ain't no bye.
3: <laughs> well, no. there are a
0: lot of buys at the
1: end of this song.
0: It's almost like the NFL. There's so many buys in this.
3: <laughs> it's a sports joke that I barely got. Yay! <laughs> go sports. Um, hey, hey well, Heidi, I have a question for you. For, uh, yeah. For um, instrumentation. What's that thing in the, well, it's, I guess it's throughout the whole song. But it opens up with like a waka 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 kind of thing. It sounds like rubbery. I can't do any voices. So I do apologize. Um, Hold
0: on. Fonzie? Uh, Fuzzy bear? Yeah, that
3: would be a good cameo. It's
2: definitely yeah. It's definitely Kevin doing something on a keyboard. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be keys because
3: synthesizer or like some special.
0: It would have to be keys because so he's only listed as pianos and keys on this song.
3: Okay, keys somewhere, some general sampling or something maybe.
2: You know, I keep keys in my pocket all day long. They are pretty loud. They, they should be an, a musical <laughs> they make, instrument. we are
1: using a go bells at the very beginning. He's oh, I... A go-go bells are, um, it's a percussion instrument. And what it is, is it's, they look like cowbells, but they're more rounded in shape. Okay. And they're two sizes. So it looks like this.
2: Yeah, it's the one that has like a hook in between and there's two bells that each one is a slightly different tone.
1: This is a terrible drawing, but it looks kind of like there's a bell on top that's shorter. I can't draw backwards. And then a bigger one on the bottom.
2: So that's so they are two heaven, sizes,
1: then. so they create two different timbres. So you've got a high one and a low one. The smaller is a lighter sounding one, and the larger one is is a lower sounding one. Sure. Very common in Latin percussion kind of um, pieces and jazz. Um, very. You
0: bring that up. Yeah, there's <laughs> a little bit of Latin
1: flavor. In so here. that that yeah. yeah, it is. And so the agogo yeah. bell. So it sounds kind of like a cowbell if you listen closely. It's that donk donk don't Uh don't don't that those are a go-go bells
0: so that would either be ed or tyler playing that then because they're the two people listed as percussion on the song and since yeah I'm betting that would be Tyler
1: because Ed's got the guitar stuff going. But I would. Well, they didn't necessarily require. it. Oh, that's it. true. Why? They could attract it, right?
0: <laughs> well, and and I'm I'm thinking it's Ed because very rarely is Ed given any kind of percussion. And he list. loves
3: per- percussion. If yeah. he gets a chance to go on the drums, he's all about it. He's like animal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah, but that's not a keyboard thing. Um, Kevin with yeah, okay. the keyboards after at about 20 so seconds, but no, that's just a go go bells. That's no, I think, okay. I think,
2: I think, I think Betsy's talking about the yeah, oh, that is, yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, thank you. you. do it
3: So much better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that um, would probably be the keys, I'm thinking.
0: Either that or it, which it, is kind really of a really weird which, thing on, yeah, on the guitar. Which is
2: think about like, yeah, I mean, I think later we'll also talk about like the Devo version where they're all playing it on guitars. <laughs> that was like, so weird. <laughs> like you can you can imagine one of them playing that on the guitar, which is just a <laughs> bum bum. Which, yeah. which that would totally be yeah. like i
1: I'm heaven. not hearing any of that. <laughs> all I'm hearing Uh-oh. is guitar and a go-go bells yeah. at the very beginning. That's all I hear. It
3: starts at the beginning, but it's kind of throughout the whole. A very chain. good
2: place to start.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: do a, deer, a deer, I'm going to see that this weekend.
2: Are you? Wow, you're going to see the sound.
3: The sound of music, yeah.
2: <laughs> How do you see the that's sound?
3: Pretty trippy. some the, people the can do play.
0: It, you know? I'm going
3: you gotta take to take the right see... pill.
2: The- i see <laughs> yeah. i see the long island sound every day from my for ah, my windows
3: long island
0: um so while while heidi's doing her little uh, analysis there and trying to figure it out um i wanted to bring up the it comes
1: the- in in the chorus it's that yeah yeah now i know what you're talking about
0: um so this song actually from the book naked ladies and public what, stunts upstairs. and private stories
3: yeah that's
1: um, something synthesized oh, they wait, came, right
0: this song actually came together in the parking lot and and, and so it's interesting mm-hmm. that once again we have susan rogers who was a huge influence on this entire album even though she was only there for the first half of production <laughs> she uh um, ed wanted to do kind of a brazilian rhythm so like i don't know why but rogers was like you know what Ed, you and Tyler go outside with the snare drum around your necks and just mess around with it for a while while we're recording (laughs) it here. And they put a couple of towels over the snares because, you know, one for the volume, but also to make it sound better. Um, And they played the whole song over and over again until the neighbors actually complained. And then they came back in and added in the snare drum and the other percussion instruments.
2: Yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, the the whole story with one week is that Ed kind of improvised the lyrics. So the idea that it's just like, go write something off the top of your head is like something that was just really working for them at that time in their lives.
0: <laughs> you want to do Brazilian? Okay, not in my studio. Go outside, practice it, and then bring it back.
2: In.
0: <laughs> you and Tyler go have a fun time while we're doing the, the other work in here.
3: I imagine that would like break up like monotony, or if they had like some sort of kind of writer's block, to just get a change of scenery and just just go play. Essentially,
0: I just would love to see that though. Ed and Tyler out with their snare drums around their neck, with the towels over the snare drum, just sitting there and playing around.
2: It's <laughs> a shame that George Martin never told John and Ringo to just like <laughs> go hang out in the street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> you got the you got the rooftop concert so
2: <laughs> good advice. but yeah this this song it definitely feel well i guess the bathroom sessions recording makes makes you see how much ed is at the base of this song oh yeah he's the one like he's the one giving it life and steve is just the one kind of you know topping it off making it nice and fresh
0: speaking of topping it off
3: the bathroom <laughs> sessions there are truly bathroom sessions for that song
0: yes i they love utilize
3: the entire bathroom if you know
0: I, mean. I love what steven did at the beginning of that video if you have not seen it i don't want to ruin Ed it was
3: unaffected
0: and... oh no he, i don't he, think I he knew
3: great. he must not have known or he would have lost it <laughs> Right? Probably.
0: Either that, they had done it a couple of times, and then they... Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm immune now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in the zone. <laughs> um, the other thing... So I noticed in listening to the bathroom sessions one, and also one of the other ones, I don't remember. I listened to several versions this week. There's a change that happens with the guitar halfway through the the verse... Where you can hear the guitar and what the guitar is playing through the first half of the verse, and then he does something completely different in that second half that I have never heard before. It because it's being covered up by the other instruments at that point.
2: I don't know what you mean, but
0: confusion on her face. which i absolutely love the look of what do you mean do you mean
1: issues. where he d- goes into the over the harmonics
0: um here i'll i'll play the part that i'm talking about okay
1: yeah please do
0: um i gotta do the share screen so it's gonna take me a second here and i'll point out when it comes up
4: okay one day i will work with animals all the testing i'm gonna do Right here. here.
2: I think he did that in the first half of the. Yeah, he did.
0: So he he changes up the what he's doing with the guitar. He changes up the Yeah, he
1: just slides up and he's using bark like some bar chord action and bringing it down um he's still using the same chords he's just manipulating it differently on the fretboard
0: yeah which I had never noticed before because at that point in the song it kind of gets it gets covered up by the other by the other instruments at that point I love it I love hearing that I was like oh my gosh I like this piece
2: too you can hear it in the harmonies on the persuasions version too when they go <laughs> ah ah, 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 mm-hmm. ah, 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 ah. Mm-hmm um they they're, they're they're matching the guitar part a little bit there um and
0: the other thing that i found <laughs> i'll have i'm gonna have tyler share his piece in a minute but um the um other really interesting version that i found this week that was really cool was the one that i found from the own natural tour um which again i will share a screen so you guys can hear it they do something kevin is do, um, on a completely different instrument and so the sound is different that's all i can say I, can't, I i don't i don't like it as much but i think some people might um but let me let me play it for you guys
3: i love the cover <laughs>
2: Yeah, Heidi, do you hear the bleeps and loops? That's what we were talking about, I think. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, now I hear.
0: Yeah. So, in changing the instrument, you can hear what Heidi, what uh, Betsy was talking about earlier. Because as soon as Betsy. Up front. And yeah, yeah it was we're doing, way more was like, up
1: front. I could not mm-hmm. hear that in the uh, studio version very well at all. Oh,
0: so. Yeah, it's mixed exactly. really low in the studio
1: version. Yeah, it really, really I is.
2: So. Uh, do we need to have another um, mixing contest for this song? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I like the mix on this. I don't and know.
3: Stefan's version, he'll just take out the bleeps and bloops, I guess.
0: <laughs> um, it's not a now, Tyler you were also talking about oh. <laughs> the Devo version of this that they did in Mansfield yes. Mass um, do you guys while I'm loading that up for people do you have any things to say about that
2: <laughs> I liked the premise of it like they almost do a, make a little sketch out of it where they're um, Jim's complaining of it he wants to do something different something that they don't all, they they do the same thing every night
0: You can't come in here. Hey, Kent, get the camera
4: out
0: of here. Hey, nobody in the dressing
4: room. Nobody in the dressing room. (laughs) No, this is not the way to be, man. This has got to change. Can you turn the camera off for a second? No, no, no. Leave it on. I want everybody to hear this. Right? We got to change here. We do the same thing night after night. Drums, bass, guitar, drums, bass, guitar. It's boring we got an audience out there. we got to go back out and do the show. No we way. have no choice. No, I hate this. Look, if, look, we can fix it. We can do whatever you want. We'll change it however you want, man. Look, I'll believe it when I see it. And whatever it is, if it happens, it's got to be different. Oh, it'll be different.
2: Let's do something different. And then they come out with like the, the white jumpsuits. Not jumpsuits, like paint suits, um, even. Mm. And they're all, they all have guitars And then they <laughs> sing this song, and everyone's kind of playing a repeated riff on a guitar and it's kind of layered together. It just doesn't work quite as well for what the energy of this song is. No. Like, if you're going to completely deconstruct yeah. a Marinated Lady song, pick a different one.
3: <laughs> Do a mad scientist outfit or something.
0: So here, here's a quick, brief piece of that. And I, I do love the skip beforehand. Like, if you're going to find a way to make it interesting, I mean, obviously, that was done up on the big screen. Uh, very Weird Al-esque ways um, to try to give them time to go get changed into their costumes. So they had this, like, what are they doing backstage while they're changing? And then had them come out like this. Um, great concept. Wordell had been doing it for years. <laughs> That Steve looks over as he starts singing. It's almost like he's like, "What are you doing?" I mean, it's definitely them trying to do something different and and doing a little performance art to to make the concert fun. So I I enjoy that.
2: It works as a gimmick for the live show. I don't need the like recorded version on a special edition.
3: No, like, it's more visual <laughs> for sure. Yeah. To
2: me. So Why one thing we, musically that they added to the song that's not in the original album cut is when they get to the end of the first bridge they they give Kevin kind of like two measures where he, where he gets that and then they go into the next verse bye bye bye, bye, bye
1: respect bye. Haven't had much of it since you left I
3: missed out on this
2: which I'm pretty sure isn't on the original album track that. version.
0: I think you're right.
2: But it's, it's, it's pronounced in one of the chips and dip versions when um, Kevin's on the accordion that you sent us, Tracy. They mm-hmm. definitely do it there. And it confuses the audience sometimes where they're like, it, is it over? They like got to the end of a thing <laughs> and then there's like a two-meter <laughs> break and then they start singing again and it's like half of the song is still left. But the ultimate version of that being on the Play Everywhere for Everyone tour, there was the impromptu Kevin singing in that part, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And then they call in response of Crosby, Stills, and Johnson, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Crosby, Stills, and and Johnson. (laughs) which then gets in inserted into the dna of the song and for the latter half of the song instead of singing bye 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 they're singing crosby stills nash and young um, and then when when steve and i think kevin are kind of have the Bye, 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 bye. Like back and forth between each other. They're literally singing Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Um, it's like, it's it feels like something they did completely on the fly. If you listen to the Atlanta, Georgia version of the um, Play Everywhere for Everyone track of some fantastic, it feels like something they completely improvised because Steven is laughing in the middle of the song <laughs> and, and then they get to the end of the song and they they like, it feels like they were all just like, what did we just do? But it was great. And I, yeah, I think they did it one or two other times on the play everywhere for everyone where, but whatever <laughs> everywhere for everyone tour. But like, it's not something that they like ever really implemented into uh a recorded version it, it, it was right. like a special thing but to me that that is the one that's like really valuable and re- resembles the fun of a naked ladies live show in the best possible way
0: mm-hmm. agree like that it's those moments that i really that's what i i love the most about bnl concerts is just like you get these moments of spontaneity where things just pop out of nowhere and they will never do it again in exactly mm-hmm. that same
2: way and it's not just the fact that they said something funny, it's that they were in the middle of singing a song. <laughs> they decided to do the song almost completely differently <laughs> and just, it works.
3: Yeah, if I'm going to a concert, I try to be like present and not take a lot of videos and photos. But if I'm taking a video, it's it's during an ad lib because they're so <laughs> hard to replicate and they're yeah. usually the best part.
2: And I like how Steve has that built into his live shows now with the mm-hmm. the 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 joyful strum, whatever he calls that. Yeah, the, uh, feel uh, good, feel strum. good strum.
3: Feel good, yep.
2: And sometimes it gets a little repetitive when you can tell the songs they're improvising aren't <laughs> like it's they've done before, but usually there's one or two that they're like completely trying out of nowhere <laughs> on the feel good strum that you're like, okay, they went for it. <laughs> <laughs> Or if
3: he's trying to discuss uh, whatever beverage he has concocted for, it's usually some sort of disgusting combination of Clamato or something else, like <laughs> the leftover drippings of something. And he'll make a song about it, usually to that kind of. I like,
2: melody, I like Steve trying strong. to, trying to explain the story of him sitting on the toilet, talking to Jesus before <laughs> he sings, I can see my house from here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, still
0: one of my favorite <laughs> steven songs of the new age so oh most definitely,
3: yes. for sure never skip it <laughs>
0: um, anyway we haven't <laughs> talked about the persuasions version very much about and, and i think this is one of those ones where i actually really enjoy the persuasions version of the song like it, even though they don't do something completely different the background harmonies and what they're doing with the background harmonies really work for me on this song.
2: The depth that they bring is yeah. great. And it, it works, too. And we've talked about this before <laughs> on, on another random episode where we were talking about some fantastic. Uh, uh, when we were talking about the persuasions, we talk, we've talked about how, like, some of them are just plug and play. Like, OK, you're going to sing the Steve Parts. And for this one, it just works. Like because it feels like it's that playful. Like it's BNL and it's the persuasions. It doesn't feel like anyone's losing anything or or getting something taken away from them, or just ha- like unnecessarily handing it over when Ed already sang it just fine. Like it feels just right to have that balance. Mm-hmm.
0: And I love, I-, I always love it, but I love hearing Kevin on the piano with this.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm. The one thing I will say, and it's the most important line in the song for me. Um, it's in the third verse when um, Steven sings, Someday I will find the secret to your social chemistry. Then I'll print it on a T-shirt. And that's the best line in the song because um, Ed comes in with that really strong harmony. Someday I will find the secret to your social chemistry. Then I'll print it on a t-shirt. That t-shirt. They, they've done a couple harmony lines in the verses before. You were the greatest friend of all, right? They do they do the harmonies in the verses, but for some reason, the print it on a t-shirt, like mm-hmm. that <laughs> harmony hits really hard in the album version and the live versions that they do. And for some reason on the Persuasions version, there's only one person singing that line. They didn't go for the harmony on that line. And it's very confusing.
0: I wonder if that means something special to them and Ed did not want to like they there it was one of those inside jokes from the band and and Ed did not want to sully that.
2: Yeah.
3: Maybe.
2: But in my opinion the best part of the song and you guys can ho- hopefully agree with me is the the last chorus. When normally Steve would sing, There's a lot I will never do, some fantastic, I know it's true. But and the third chorus is when Ed comes in and he's got the harmony, There's a lot I'll never do. Some fantastic, I know it's true. Um, and like he like that harmony like makes this makes the third chorus really climax in a way that you know the song could peter out towards the end, but they it really builds. And it it works so well and like it's one of those great great harmonies so fun to sing along with in the car
3: yeah it definitely intensifies
2: it agreed <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm just saying this stuff that like i've been i've been sitting on for like the two years ever since uh, i just I, I claimed this song like if i don't say it who's gonna <laughs> <laughs> Start talking about the meaning of the lyrics soon, or I'll lose my chance. <laughs> we,
0: we should get to the lyrics. I do want to talk about two other versions of the song before we get to the lyrics. One, I do enjoy the Ships and Dips three. Let me say it again so I can get it out Ships and Dips three. Um, because sh- Steve forgets that he's not supposed to start the song.
3: Yes. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah, he like, has a cold on and You're supposed to be singing. <laughs>
0: anytime like it's those moments because they have such good humility about themselves mm-hmm. that like i love those moments when they mess up and they're and he's just like very like wait a minute you're supposed to start this song.
3: <laughs> i think that's even more endearing though it, and it shows just how strong they are of live performers you know you know how strong they are as live performers that they can just kind of joke it off yeah that they don't get like flustered by it or anything
0: exactly so the other thing i did did i send you guys the fan-made video of this of the song
3: i don't don't recall i don't think so You,
2: you sent it to me i watched about 20 seconds and then turned it off
0: after about 20 it gets better as it goes on the first 20 so i mean the first the first thing to know about it is that like it's made by high schoolers so you, you have to kind of lower your expectations a little bit in in that form. Um, but as it goes on, it gets a little bit better. Um, a little
2: bit?
3: No. A little
0: bit better, actually, <laughs> yeah. That's not so um, promising.
3: That's not making me want to click the link. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, by the end of it, it's kooky enough and and quirky enough that I'm like, actually, I kind of like this take on it. And I'm enjoying it. I had to get through past the first like I would say 30, 40 seconds. But after that, I was like, actually I'm into this. This is this is kind of neat. So uh good
2: good job. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it on zero yeah, budget it's... so, you know, once again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think for me, something about this song. Ooh, it's it's the time of the episode where Tyler says the lyrics wash over his face. Um like <laughs> I think I think it went for like most years of my life before I picked up the um this song's on disc one all their greatest hits, right?
3: Um I don't know. I'd have to Is it um, anyway,
2: at some point I picked up I picked up the liner notes of something and read the like the little <laughs> jokey explanation of like, it's about a guy who fell in love with his lab assistant too late. And then I was like, huh hmm. I guess that's what the song is about i never cared it, or noticed
0: it's not on it's not on um disc one
2: so it must be on the stunt liner notes and i mm-hmm. and i read that part but not the part about it being ivory and ivory interestingly enough <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the the guy who's in love with his lab assistant thing never never clocked for me i i don't know what i thought the song was about <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm not
0: finding it on anything like that.
1: No. I, I don't, I'm I looking at it. it up. Did,
0: did you have some kind of weird dream there,
2: Tyler? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I re- I vaguely, like, I remember, like, opening up, a like, a liner note thing and there being, like, a, a pithy two-sentence explanation of what the song was about. And that being it.
0: Trying to think if there's another song that could that you could be
3: connecting I, that there was too. Um, some comments on genius that said something to that effect.
2: Um,
0: yeah, but the some- one on genius,
2: yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering the pithy explanation of Enid. Oh, maybe let me let me double check. It's about out. a guy who's in love uh, when he's 16 and doesn't nobody cared. Like, um, yeah, hard to say
3: yeah because
2: hmm. do you guys like the the message of the song
0: (laughs) so what what do you guys so here's my take on on the message of the song steve and ed especially steve loves to write these songs about the asshole boyfriend who (laughs) knows that he's an asshole and and has some you know is, is very understanding of the fact that he's got some major flaws you, usually the person's very self-aware. I, I almost feel like this is Stephen and Ed going, we should write one where the asshole boyfriend isn't aware that he's an asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah. The, okay. the guy
0: in this song is very scary.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the, as it goes on, I get more and more concerned. <laughs>
3: about
0: his ideas <laughs> yeah like experiments. The, the first idea of of basically finding or building the fountain of youth mm-hmm. um not finding he's going to build his own fountain of youth and then he's also going to marks it, market an elixir that that eliminates the common cold but not just the common cold like i guess he's going to mix these two experiments now and and people are going to make a wish on this fountain and the elixir is going to then cure their sickness. Like it gets kind of convoluted there for a second.
3: Yeah. he definitely has like questionable ethics because, you know, pay up front and make a wish. Yeah. My thought,
2: my thought was he invents, um, he invents a a fountain of youth type situation. And then instead of marketing it as a, you know, cure for everything, it's just like cold medicine. And then secretly the people who are buying cold medicine are getting this magical elixir that will oh. solve all of their all of their health problems. And it's like I sneakily did something that was very kind for humanity and I didn't make a big deal out of it. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. You should date me. <laughs> but then no no one's ever gonna grow old either. Yeah.
0: He's giving them all the cure to everything and and aging,
3: unless it just kills them and then I can't grow old.
0: That, well, the lime powder. That,
3: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean that kind of would go with
0: the with the pieces yeah. that come in later in the song.
3: Well, <laughs> he might be a little murdery. We don't know.
0: And, and then we get the the next. So Steve comes in with his idea. Um, which has a wonderful B&L turn. I, this is when we get that wonderful B&L turns and, and it kind of deviated sickness a little bit. One day <laughs> I will work with animals. Oh, All gosh. the tests I'm going to do. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 what, what? <laughs> All my stuff's completely natural. And when we're done, we'll boil them down for glue. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just took a very dark turn here steven
2: but and the glue is going to be used to read here your lips to mine if you were here
1: yeah uh-huh.
0: it gets very rapey glue our lips
2: <laughs> together uh-huh. wait a minute
1: <laughs> oh my gosh wait so I, you're gonna I glue mean, that right lips <laughs> together like glue oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: to be fair, to be fair, the, the the chorus says, there's a lot I will never do. Never do. I'm right. fantastic. I know it's true. Just not as much as I want to be with, you. be with you. I think <laughs> I think the, the chorus is supposed to say, like, these are all the crazy things I could do if I, if I dedicated my life to science. But instead, I want to dedicate <laughs> my life to you. <laughs> Thank God.
1: Uh, you know, that's a good point. I never really thought about it that way. Um.
0: <laughs> so be glad that I am not a scientist. <laughs>
2: You're all I have, baby. If I didn't have you, I'd be crazy. The world would be a worse place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to great, great thing to build your relationship on.
3: Do we think it's two authors then? Do we think it's one person that this is about? Oh. Or where it's two people singing. And they kind of take turns spinning ideas.
2: They're, yeah, they're both competing with how great their inventions would be if they weren't in love with the same lab assistant.
3: Maybe. Mm. Could be a, what is that like? I love Triangle. <laughs>
0: well, that goes back to the Ebony and Ivory, which the other song that that Paul McCartney and, and Stevie Ivory, Wonder did so... together were The Girl is Mine. Oh,
3: yeah. That's, oh, that's a different song. The Girl is Mine. Brand. Yeah, that
0: girl. Oh, I'm sorry, ready? Michael Jackson no. and, and Paul McCartney. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the girl is mine, which is a feuding over a girl. Maybe, maybe it's two do people.
2: You, do you think? Do you think the machine will work where it, uh, oh you're gosh, waiting in a long line? High, i was
3: just reading that, yeah. and it
2: and then you just you it measures eliminates, up the distance and then eliminates yeah. <laughs> the phone I don't think they, that will work.
3: How? <laughs> so
0: yes. it go that kind of brings in i it think you're right the that least there's least two least. authors
3: maybe maybe because i didn't even think about that maybe there's a the dr Jekyll and mr high maybe so be.
0: well here's why i say it's two authors the steven character has already been in a relationship with this person and has lost her mm-hmm. the ed person has not yet because he's trying to build a weight in line he's trying to get rid of the line between him and her to eliminate all the folks between, so he gets to her quicker. Whereas all the Steve verses say that they were in a relationship and they are no longer in a relationship.
3: Hmm. Possibly.
0: Because you have, I don't know if that
2: Stevens lines up a hundred percent.
0: Yeah. You will will use the glue to readhere. Our, your lips to mine if we were here so they had to have been here before they had to have been together before and then on the second second pass around one day i'll construct a satellite name it after you because you were the greatest friend of all except for when you split your lip my lip in two mm-hmm. so there, there's that past relationship that's there and then right, on the last it's... one someday i'll find the chemistry mm-hmm. to the then you'll see that all the other jerks are with me are me. are all the other people are jerks except for me.
2: The last the last verse is definitely the most confusing one. The secret to your social chemistry. I don't know what social chemistry is. <laughs> and then how do you put that on a t-shirt?
3: All I can What's think of secret? is that it's like some sort of band t shirt, maybe that they both <laughs> kind of connect with or like some sort of fandom like or what something. do you yeah.
2: It feels like it's this one weird trick that I keep reading about on ads on, on the yeah. internet. Wear <laughs> this one
1: <laughs> t-shirt like, ingredient. wear Just this t
2: shirt and it'll make women want to sleep with you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's nothing That's rapey I mean, yeah. about that at
1: no, all. No, nothing at all. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. If I wear it past your work, you'll see all those other guys are I idiots right
1: how <laughs> many other someone songs was wearing
3: like a like a hyper color t-shirt i definitely pay attention <laughs> to them
1: yeah. oh my gosh i remember <laughs> hyper color uh, remember
3: those
1: yes i do mm-hmm. Those are so some
3: social chemistry yeah
0: <laughs> but how many other songs work work the word pheromones into their lyrics
1: i, mean, I that's a good question
0: that um, is a bnl thing right there That's
2: yeah I'm, I'm sure aesop rock got it in there one time
1: <laughs> <laughs> um
2: but i think i think the bridge is where it it ties it all together of mm. course the line i missed out on the best of you partially the creepiest line in the song but also <laughs> partially the the line that explains the song it's like maybe we had a fling a while back or maybe like you know, there was stuff left unsaid between us a while back and now I'm realizing that you were the one, but it's been too long and I blew it. it we should have done something back in the day when we were working in the science lab together, but mm. now I've gone on to do different things, but I'll, it'll ne- my, the adventures that I have in my science lab will never be as fantastic as my desire to be with you.
0: Well, and That line of, like, bye-bye, self-respect, I haven't had much of it since you left, like, this guy is putting a lot of his own self-worth on the fact that he's not with this person, like, wait a minute, you lost all your self-respect because you didn't go after that relationship?
3: Well, they never said that he is dealing with a full deck, so maybe he's that kind is of true. starting off. It is like, kind of, it is kind of some a sort of like, song. like challenge or something. Or, you know, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it takes all it, types, right? <laughs> it's got some crazy idea. Yeah, it's do, kind of great cray-, cray song.
0: Do you guys think that the line to to see the look upon your face as I launch you <laughs> into space, do you think that that is a thing Throwback to the honeymooners.
3: Oh, to the moon, to Alice. To the moon,
2: Alice. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, this reruns. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> to the moon, Tyler.
3: To the moon. Because
0: it feels almost like he's like, okay, yeah, you split my lip once. Yeah. To the moon.
1: See <laughs> the <laughs> you upon your face. That's my favorite line, I think. This? I don't know. I love that line.
2: Yeah, that uh, it I mean, that is probably yeah the best the best lyric in the song. Not not the best song song because that's still printed not the best song line because that's still printed on a T-shirt, but the best lyric. Yeah, I agree with you is see the look on your face as I launch you into space. Yeah,
0: as, I mean, it's a great little lead up that 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 whole paragraph has been coming to
2: <laughs> and naming a satellite after someone is powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. That is I mean, satellites are powerful.
0: But you think that you think that like oh he's doing this nice wonderful romantic thing. No, it's he's for doing revenge. it to get back at. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I think that's the problem that I have with this song. The trouble with Tracy is like when you do a <laughs> deep dive on what this song is about, it gets really really disturbing.
2: I think it's tongue in cheek in the in the oh. classic bare naked ladies way.
0: Oh, definitely. But if I went to go sing I can't this isn't like one of those songs I can sing as I'm walking down the halls of my school. Like <laughs> I I've I, gotta, think,
3: I bye, think
0: it's nonsensical cool yeah, enough yeah, that you yeah. could
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um I work in an elementary school. <laughs> the the launch you you know, launch you into space line uh, and, and the other like the social chemistry line
2: like I promise to you, Tracy, these kids are hearing much worse things on the radio.
1: Oh, much (laughs) worse. Oh,
0: yes. But I don't need to contribute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I just I love everything about this song. I can't explain why, because as we dive deep (laughs) into it, it's disturbing. And I think actually that may be part of why. Like, I like a good, disturbing song that is also
2: a uh, a nice poppy. You're a little twisted, Tracy. You're a lot. A lot. You're 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 kind of twisted. You're like the Joker in that way. You You don't you don't don't see the world like other people see the world. No. Right? That's why you have a podcast. So people can just hear your your twisted take on the world.
1: (laughs) Oh boy, where are we going? What is happening right now? Oh sugar.
2: <laughs> um <laughs> the trouble with Tracy this week is society. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the trouble with Tracy is probably Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They they'll never figure out what's wrong with me. It's it's just something you'll never find. Wow. Well. <laughs>
2: wow. <Well. laughs>
0: that that's next week's song, by the way. Uh, but we're still talking about this week's song, so you know we we should probably talk a little bit about what we think in terms of raking ratings for this song. Um, I'm trying to think what 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 a good rating would be for this song. Um,
2: ceremonies.
0: How <laughs> many? Satellite. How many?
3: I like ceremonies,
1: Tyler. Yeah,
2: because they are. Um, right. I forgot
1: yeah. I've been muted because the dog barked.
2: We um, <laughs> 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 don't know what you
0: how many That's
1: sociopaths <laughs> <My clothes. laughs>
0: elixirs
1: <too>. elixirs <laughs> mm.
0: i like the social chemistry how many how many
1: um, um elements period how many secrets evil? to your
2: social chemistry
1: <laughs>
0: how, many? how many how many chemistry t-shirts
2: how many Crosby stills and Nash's? Oh, I do have
1: my ba- bare naked ladies chemistry teacher. Maybe there's some kind of connection there. You know, the bear the bare I have that shirt too. I love that oh. shirt.
2: You yeah. kind of stopped fitting me a while ago.
1: <laughs> I need
2: to.
0: That happens as you get old. That will happen someday too. But um <laughs> How much self-respect do you give this song? How about
2: that? Uh, You know what? That's the best one.
1: That is pretty good. Yes. How many
2: self-respects?
1: We'll go with self-respects.
2: How much
0: self-respect do you give this song? (laughs) It's about as close as we're going to get at this point, I think. (laughs) I'm losing (laughs) self-respect in my ability to come up with things for this song. So um, why don't we go with... Tyler, you're, you're... you're used to this, like let's give you the the podium first,
2: you're used to getting put on the spot, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I mean, we mentioned it i I kind of just you know threw my name out for this song a long time ago because it's one of the best very good ladies songs, uh, yeah, it's kind of just hard to ignore the fact that like there's something about this song. was it a single,
0: no. Mm-mm. I'll double check that, but I
2: no, I don't think this. If was... it if it was, it was like the third or fourth single right. down from this album after one week. And I don't even know done. what it's all been done. Did they ever do Colin Answer as a single? I don't... I'm
0: looking to see if I think Colin Answer was also one. So I'm I think that's the list.
2: The idea that this could be like. The fourth best song on this album, and still one of the gre- greatest bare naked ladies songs.
1: That's because this is one of the best albums ever. Wow!
0: Oh my gosh! So there were five s- singles from Stunt. This was really? not one of
1: them.
2: Oh, all right. What? So we had one week,
0: and one week. It's all been done. Call and answer. Oh yeah, that's alcohol. Right. Okay. Told you so. Told you, Told you that was so. Was a
1: weird was one. Was a single yeah I mean
0: fifth it was way down it was only on cassette but I mean after a certain point (laughs) you've almost released the whole album at that point
2: yeah you think they do like one of the weirder ones at that point like who needs sleep or
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah Uh, but you make an excellent point like the fact that you have to go I would say you have to go down to the fifth song on this album before you hit this song says a lot about this album
2: yeah um so it's but it's one for the fans right it's it's one like if you know bare naked ladies and you're at a concert in 2002 this is the one you hope they play it's not a guarantee that they're gonna play it though but it's one of the it's one of their better songs and i think steve and ed knew on the um bathroom sessions recording that this is the one that like is the the, the ultimate version of the bathroom sessions. Like it's also like, I don't know. It, it feels to me like it's the best bathroom session song, um, which is arguable, but it's because it has Ed and Steve. There's probably something better. That's just Ed playing it because it's so interesting to see what he does by himself, but the, the combination on the bathroom sessions. So the reason, the reason I, I again, I, I traced it back to when I first wanted to be on this podcast one of the first songs I appeared on this podcast for was Enid and that similarly felt like one of the quintessential Barenaked Ladies songs that's not the song that's on the top five Spotify trending but it's if you're a Barenaked Ladies fan you know it it's one of the classics that all the BNL fans love so it's five self-respects without a doubt for me
1: all right. That's a lot of self-respect.
2: Well, this song's been it's, it's in a lot of It's very not
1: Rodney Dangerfield.
2: This song's this song's been doing a lot of CBT, both kinds, <laughs> to get up to this point. T
1: or T?
0: <laughs> uh Betsy, what do you think about this song?
3: Well, I think it's kind of the um you know, formula that Bernicky Ladies uses where they have like a bright poppy catchy tune and then the lyrics are kind of have darker undercurrents to them. Um, And also kind of true to form, it's kind of a, you know, like a lost love kind of song, not necessarily breakup song, but just kind of like, you know, talking about an ex or a relationship that they had. Um, So I like I don't know i think i think the author is definitely like not completely on his rocker to start with and then i think this whole <laughs> thing of he lost someone that he kind of realized after the fact might have been well you know hindsight's twenty twenty, and sometimes the things that you remember are actually better than what they were at, in all reality
1: mm-hmm. but
3: it still seems like he wants her back and so he's kind of in his own brain theorizing how. <laughs> um, so I like all the theorizing of all the crazy ideas. Um, and I like the harmonizing I like the effects that Kevin was doing. Uh, there's something about it that kind of kept it out of the force for me. I'm not I couldn't can't mm-hmm. put my finger on it. There's just something maybe the sound was a little little redundant in times, but, um, overall, I think it's a a very good song. Um, so I think I'll give it a 3.9
1: self-respect. Ooh. Okay.
0: Interesting. Interesting. All right. We're gonna have some variability on this. (laughs) Heidi.
1: I am like Tyler. I really love this song very, very much. Um, it's, it, it's one that I know doesn't make a whole lot of sense in a lot of ways, but there are so many lines that are have just been burned in my brain. And I, I think, again, I love the verse the about I can't stand to wait in line long. So I built a new machine. Because I, I every time I'm in line, I'm like thinking about that. <laughs> Measuring and
0: that's a, another B&L and turn. Just, in that yeah, moment i, love, and I love that
1: i love that and i and I, I often sing to myself in situations to see that lick upon your face when i launch you into space i just love and the harmonies on the bridge of bye-bye self-respect i love very much mm. so i am going to this is one of my favorites so i'm going to give this a four point four point eight self-respect <laughs> 4.8 you lost a little
0: self-respect there but not much
1: not a whole lot like I was wavering between <laughs> 4.9 and 4.8 but I think oh uh, it's close it's close I'm gonna stick with that I may be I may change it for the year in review
0: <gasps> I, I will put that in yellow and see if you do I will I will highlight
2: that one mellow yellow
0: I guess that leaves me, uh, I was it's really Tracy. hoping um, that I would have more time to kind of think this one out because this is a struggle for me. I love this song and my struggle isn't like, oh, how, how low do I throw this down? No, my, my struggle is, is this a five um, it's such an unusual song that Brazilian beat like good job Ed like with going let's do something completely different it sounds like nothing else on this album and with it being almost the last song on this album and at the same time like told you so and then right into this is it It's like that nice little dessert that you have at the end of a meal um this is actually where I end the album when I'm listening to it um i know i'm i'm gonna hear i'm gonna hear it from it when we get to when you dream i i know i'm gonna hear about that.
2: Well, are you listening to the deluxe edition? Because you can skip right to "She's On Time," and that's that's a that's a solid choice.
0: <laughs> that is, that's that's how I would have finished the album, um, <laughs> because that would have been a better follow up for me. Um, but we'll get to that when I reorder the album. But um, like, this is just that wonderful dessert at the end of this. Per- I I want to say almost perfect album, and you know what. I'm gonna give it a five. I, I have to give it a five.
1: You know, the more you say that, now I'm regretting my four point eight. <laughs> you know what? I think I have to go with a five too. I, you're right. I love, I love everything about this song. Why I was being so hesitant, I don't know. But yeah, no, it, it's, it's up there. It's, it's, definitely it's up
2: got there. that thing where it doesn't feel like right. any other bare naked ladies song. You're, yes. And yet, it feels like the most bare naked ladies yes. song. Yes.
1: Tyler, right. I know it's, like yeah. that's exactly it. <laughs> yes, no, it's a five for me, dog. All right.
2: <laughs> Let's all just stare at Betsy I'm for a little just while.
3: The
1: <laughs> hater <of> the week.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, there goes our five. Three point nine
3: <sighs> is still very respectable.
0: It is. It's actually. Maybe extremely I'm just tired and
3: cranky. I'm sorry. I might come back to it later then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no you're totally allowed to,
3: to be like you know what this isn't feel for my me my feelings tracy uh
0: because honestly it's it is a quirky different song and it, and it, it's taking a big swing there and like it's gonna work for some people it's not gonna work for others so i i respect that um <laughs> i don't have an appearance for this week because we have seven... we had six different
2: versions of the song.
0: Yeah, I... <laughs> That's what I was Watch just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I would recommend listening to all of them because this is one of those songs that never gets old for me. Like I listened to it so many times this week and still can continue listening to it. Matter of fact, I, can't, I think my kids rolled their eyes a few times because I had to listen to the song so many times. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to have people go out and listen to those this week. If they're looking forward to it. Um, Tyler, what can people find you
2: doing?
3: Thank you, Tracy.
2: (laughs) They can, they can, who can people find me doing? Ooh, (laughs) I mean, I can tell you what you're doing right now, but yeah, they can find me, um, incessantly uh grading tests and quizzes <laughs> no um, um yeah so my podcast is the amateur nerds podcast where condra my sister and i condra is my sister sounded like three people it's two people me and her um, <laughs> we spend most of our time doing movie by minute of high school musical we have finished high school musical one and high school musical two we are currently in between seasons uh, we're going to throw out a couple in between season movie reviews. We already did one for Hocus Pocus that released on Halloween and you'll catch a couple other like high school E high school musical adjacent genre movies. We're hoping to do one on Greece or for some reason we want to do spice world. So <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah, subscribe to the amateur nerds podcast and look out for that stuff.
0: And if you want to join us on any of our platforms, then we would love to have you send us a postcard with chimpanzees to barenakedabcs at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you.
2: Well, yeah, I, I, I you, 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 you guys know, you guys know, I love you and literally talking about naked ladies for an hour and 20 minutes comes comes at no difficulty for me <laughs> it is nice to be surrounded by people who are also c- capable of doing that one of
3: us one of us one of us one of us.
1: i mean so, i was
2: looking for the
0: perfect ending to this to this episode but i you know what i'm just i've come to accept it's something i'll never find
2: wow
1: Oh uh, there
2: wow. it is. That- <laughs> Not as good as your by bi- your NFL bi week joke from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
3: Uh, rolling on a segue again.
0: <laughs> hey, whenever I can. Well, thank you for joining us and thanks. That was fun. Thanks,
1: that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets.
4: Except maybe.